Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are, with me as your host, Sarah Poet. Now, if the word sacred is throwing you a little bit, that's okay. Have you had that moment as a modern woman where you went, wait, I left something of myself back there along the way? Well, if so, then you're already on a path of sacred remembering and you're actually in the right place. We know that modern women are rising, but we don't do it by fighting. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. And here in this space, we remember together through stories and tools and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Now let's begin. Hello, beloveds, and welcome to year two of the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm so excited that today we are celebrating over 56 conversations, over 56 episodes, because sometimes we released three in one week, and I did some bonus episodes, and so there are at least 60 episodes of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your longevity. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you for your voice. If you lent it toward an interview, thank you for just continuing to share the inspiration that is really available when we share stories of modern women waking up to the truth of who we are. And we remember and walk toward and remember and walk toward. And we are all doing this. We are all somewhere on the path. So there's no, you know, am I there yet? There's no, oh my gosh, I should be further along. That is just not even something that we are interested in subscribing to. It's really about you embracing exactly where you are. And I do know that a lot of women are going through some really powerful awakening experiences right now and really learning that everything that is provided to us is an opportunity to, you know, learn something, but more than that, to integrate the pieces of the soul that we came to integrate in this lifetime and to really live as the truth of who we are is really, really important. And I'm going to talk about that today in this podcast, the the why and the how of really aligning to the truth and choosing the truth, choosing the truth over the trauma, the truth uh, story over the trauma story, the truth activation and alignment over the trauma activation and alignment, right? There's so much right there in that choice point of where we consciously choose to align ourselves. So we're at the end of 2020. 2020 has been an amazingly big year. We knew that it would be. It's funny. We knew that it would be. But, you know, how many of you listening were like, this is going to be the best year ever because it was like things were just going to come right together. Uh Well, 
a lot of the coming together when you're on a deep soul path is, you know, that things sometimes disassemble in order to come back together in a different way. And I would say that on this path of sacred remembering as modern women who have been striving and hustling and proving your, you know, working to prove your worth, things really are going to have to come apart in some way, shape or form before you begin to really integrate these soul aspects, because you have to stop doing the hustle, stop doing the worthiness hustle in order to bring in a new way. So something's got to fall apart, right? But I was talking with a beautiful new client and she said, oh my gosh, I knew that when COVID hit, it was going to be a very awakening time. I knew I was going through an awakening. I knew that this was going to be special. And here we are like nine months later. And she's like, are you freaking kidding me? You know, this is a dark night of the soul. This is not pleasant. And what's really happening there is, you know, awakenings might sound really nice and glamorous and you're going to have to face the parts of yourself that you don't want to face. And I'm saying you, but it's for all of us, me included. (laughs) And so what's happening is that we're being given so many opportunities right now to really look at where we get activated to really look at, oh my gosh, this thing is falling through what is activated inside of me, right? Because it's never really about the external. The external is reflecting to us what our opportunity is, okay? And I know that that is not always the best thing or the, or the easiest thing, but let's talk about relationships just real quick. So if we say that, you know, if we make meaning of the relationship that we're in, okay, this person came to be my forever person. This person is supposed to prove to me that men are safe. You know, this, those kinds of beliefs, this person is supposed to be my, my one and only soulmate. You know, if we attach a meaning to it, then if it is not working, we are going to suffer. And that's part of the awakening right there in that really shitty suffering that I am so sorry that you have to experience. That right there is actually the integration opportunity, the opportunity to say, all right, what is this showing me? What am I here to integrate? Because you came to be a large and magnificent soul presence on this planet. So please remember that that is what this time is really about. It's like, okay, this shit is painful in the reflection, but really it's here as an invitation for me to step in and align to the truth of who I am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about. So how's your 2020 ending? You know, if there's a condition in your life that doesn't feel awesome, you could definitely 
still be in an amazing place because you realize the opportunity, right? So that's where we are. That's where we are. We notice, we learn from it, we integrate, you know, that's where the joy comes from in aligning to that integration and that truth with the soul rather than aligning to the trauma of what we judge is wrong. Okay, it's freedom. There's so much freedom in choosing that, in living that way. So today, I want to talk about one of the biggest things that I see really falling away right now in terms of the collective and the collective of women that I'm with on a frequent basis is the falling away of hustle mode. Hustle and performance mode. It's so exciting that this is falling away, actually. (laughs) Because think about it. We cannot continue to thrive. Actually, we can't get to our next level. We can't create this new earth. We can't um, create with the integration of the feminine truly and a healthy masculine if we are staying in hustle and performance mode. Yeah. And for so many of us, I would say all of us, the way we were taught to create or get things done um, or, you know, make money or make anything happen was to hustle. It really was to hustle. And that was the formula. In a patriarchy, that's the formula because the masculine is said to be the one that's going to bring things to fruition, make things happen. And so if you remember way back in episode one, I talked about my path and how in this not enough thinking, I really oriented toward this kind of wounded masculine essence for a long time. I was really, really, really good at getting things done. I was a school principal. I was, I was like very powerful in, in terms of getting things done, but that kind of action and that kind of success honestly depends on the nervous system. So in the system, we are taught to achieve for our worth, right? Like to achieve as women, for our worth, to to be something, to accrue resources. These are the cultural messages that we have been handed, okay? And so (laughs) what happens, and what I'm seeing all over the place, and women waking up to this all over the place, I love it, and myself included, you know, in my own next level. I mean, it's so amazing, the energies that are available on the planet right now for us to learn and actually harness a different way. So if you are really, really tired of hustling, really tired of pushing to get things done, really tired of like tracking that to-do list endlessly, I am here to tell you there are other ways. There are other ways that we can actually begin to use as women that incorporate the sacred feminine that we are more in a creation consciousness. But I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. So one of the things that I see 
really in the spiritual community and in the self-improvement community, because while I am, I would say like a spiritual life coach, I'm not just spiritual. I talk all the time about the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. I mean, we are multidimensional beings and we need to be addressing any self-improvement on all levels. Okay. So one of the things that really, really commonly happens, I think it's like, a norm on this path of sacred remembering the path of waking up to the truth of who you are. There is a performance mode that we go through. We could get stuck there where we're even going after our spirituality or our self care in a performance mode. So, you know, this happens a lot of the time when I, start working with people in groups or one-on-one there's it's like oh okay this is my new regimen for self-care okay I'm gonna check boxes so if you find yourself in your life checking boxes and um you know saying like okay I've done it do I feel better now you're probably not going to actually feel better (laughs) that would be a gauge right like if you are doing a lot of spiritual work, of life improvement work, um, that kind of thing, and you're not actually feeling better, then you're probably in performance mode. And women everywhere are like, why don't I feel better? What's going on? What's wrong with me? Right? This question of like, what's wrong with me? And really, nothing is wrong with you. You're probably still in performance mode, and you're probably still mostly identifying with your trauma more than your truth. And so what I want to talk about now is the trauma of separation in the patriarchy, which is really something that every woman inherently knows about because I know a lot of women listening have church stories, right? Like you, you grew up, in a religion, in a church that taught you that women were less than women came from men. Women are not the, you know, direct channels to God. Like this is what we inherit. Okay. So think about it with me. Let's break it down. When there is this kind of message that is sent to you, you begin to believe I am separate from the divine. I am separate from the sacred. Now, that's a big lie because nothing could ever be separate from the sacred. Everything is sacred. Of course, women are sacred. But this served a patriarchal and religious agenda. So we internalize these beliefs because we're, you know, good girls and we want love and all of those reasons. And we start from a very, very young age. We start performing and hustling essentially to get closer to the sacred. Now this is going on, you know, somewhat in the subconscious. A lot of us have, you know, if we have a church wound, we might have a masculine wound, a father wound. And so it's like, you know, whatever the, whatever the wound, it's like, we, we have these beliefs of how do I have to perform, succeed in order to be worthy of what? Like of love, of the love of the sacred, of the love of the holy, of the love of all that is. But, but the 
perfect, you know, the, the lie, the huge lie is that, um, you were separate to begin with. You were never separate. You were never separate from all that is holy. So the separation wound that is so core and central to the patriarchy that really the patriarchy depends on women adhering to the myth of separation. I would say it depends on everyone adhering to that, but here I'm talking to women. So the patriarchy really depends on women adhering to a belief that you are inherently separate you know, then we continue to strive, like to, to give ourselves away, right? To stay in performance mode. And so that really just, just can, oh my gosh, in the psychology of that, it's like, how, how am I ever going to get close to everything I ever wanted? Everything I ever wanted that's sacred. How am I going to get close to my own joy? How am I going to get close to, you know, the, the baby that I want? How am I going to get close to the husband that I want? How am I going to get close to anything at all that I want? It's like, well, I guess I have to hustle. That's what's been laid out before me. So I guess I have to hustle. How am I going to feel my joy? Well, we start hustling for it. How am I going to feel my ease? How am I going to feel my wealth? And and then the recipe that we've had, like the steps that we have had, the directions have been, well, you're going to hustle for it. You're going to perform. You're going to prove. You're going to work hard. You're going to be in the action. You're going to be in the masculine. And my loves, is that working for you? Is that working for you? I, I just, I love to watch this, you know, disassemble in women. And it takes time. We are undoing beliefs. We are undoing patterns of the nervous system. We are undoing the patriarchy. Thank you very much. That is why we are on the planet at this time. Okay. So when you are claiming your awakening, when you are claiming, yes, I want to choose truth instead of trauma, Yes, I want to, you know, find the path of ease and joy and union, which is the opposite of separation. When you claim that, you begin to orchestrate, you know, a different life for yourself. You begin to say, yeah, universe, you know, I'm cued in to know a different way. I'm cued in to remember how to integrate my feminine and my masculine, you know what, the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine. And I'm here to create and to create from a different place other than performance. We are here to create from a place other than performance. So this is really an exploration. So what is this place? That's what I want to talk about. What is this place where we are creating from something other than the typical to-do list, other than, you know, I have so many hours in a day. How can I fill them up? How can I, you know, exhaust myself to get it all done? That old paradigm, if that's going to fall away, then really what's going to replace it? And a few of you have heard me say before, probably that when coronavirus hit and the pandemic hit and everybody had to stay at home, there was a presence of the sacred feminine frequency actually coming through the planet. 
And at the time I had moved out of town and was living by this river and I could just feel it. I could feel, you know, Sophia Gaia saying, here is the frequency. And I wrote, I um, created a group at the time called Choosing Nourishment. And it was really about this, you know, juxtaposition from the hustle into nourishment. And, and the nervous system really has to acclimate from the go, go, go into even integrating this frequency that is the sacred feminine. So I'm using some words here that are kind of big words. And if we're in session, I can, you know, like give you the frequency or we evoke the frequency. I'm not giving it really, but like we're holding the space for it. And then you begin to feel it and then your life begins to change. But, you know, if you're not doing that, then like, let's talk about some other ways that you're feeling this. So in my structure and flow program, which is a time and energy sort of resource management for women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. And so we're looking at like, okay, our resources, our time and energy primarily, we have money, right? But we're, we're choosing what to do with our day and the hours in the day and all of our time and actions could be, if we chose to, categorized as feminine or masculine. So an example of this is if you go to a yoga class and you go to a yin yoga class, it's an action that you're taking by going to the class, but it's a feminine yoga class. If you're going to a hot yoga class, there's a lot of yang in that. It's a lot of masculine. It's a lot of sweat, getting it, getting it out, getting it through, right? So we all need to be engaging in both of these or a consciousness of these. So if you have been really, really hyper-masculine and you're experiencing something like adrenal fatigue or Hashimoto's or things like that, you might need more of the restorative, more of the feminine for a while. But you can't let things like structure, you know, accounting for your resources, your money, budgeting, you can't let those things go or you're letting go of the containers that hold your own feminine that create safety for your own feminine. So we need to caretake and be conscious of how we are utilizing both the masculine energy and the feminine energy in our lives. And actually, as, as we are conscious women on a path of sacred remembering and remembering the feminine, we're also upgrading our understanding of what the sacred masculine is and upgrading our relationship to that, upgrading our consciousness around the masculine. So what is the masculine to us? How does the masculine hold the feminine? Now, here is where really healing your trauma comes into play because a lot of women on this path have a trauma that is related to masculine wounding, like I was talking about earlier. And so if you are not feeling safe to be in your feminine essence, essentially not feeling safe in your body to be in your feminine essence then you're going to stay in hustle and performance mode because the feminine 
is not safe to open, is not safe to receive. So coming into right relationship with the masculine and healing the trauma with the masculine, which you can do without having that perfect partner, without projecting it onto a man, without having that perfect soulmate, you know, those kinds of things. You can do this. We can do this. We can heal your relationship with the masculine essence such that your feminine, these feminine frequencies that are here and are available to you now, they want to integrate with your consciousness. They want to integrate with your body. And, and I've been saying this since Corona, like it, and before actually, it's going to be through the feminine body that the sacred feminine actually returns. I mean, we know that like in the mind, we know that we're doing these actions in the mind, but these are embodied frequencies. And so, you know, you can do your embodiment work. You can do your journaling, your trauma healing, all of the, the cognitive practices to come back into the feminine. We also need to open to receive these frequencies. And I know I'm talking about things now that are a little bit more abstract but you begin to feel them. They begin to open you. And it's really beautiful what's happening right now in the energetic field in the collective is that there are these, I'm going to say, like program rewrites. You know, if we're all running this program of, okay, I have to be in my masculine, I have to hustle in order to get anything done, including love, including, you know, my sacred work, all of that. There are actually these like, interrupting sorts of frequencies and energies that are coming here, coming to the planet that are here to assist in your awakening and in your handing the hustle over. So, you know, this is, this is, um, I'm, I'm getting more and more abstract. I realize that, but you can say, I said this the other day in a call, you can say, you know, before you go to sleep, you can say, you know what, anything that does not serve me, anything, any old programs that I'm running in my mind, any old programs around the patriarchy that I'm running right now that are no longer needed while I'm asleep, please, you know, guides, angels, allies, um, well ancestors, please help me to transmute those densities. And then when you wake up in the morning, again, go into prayer space, dear mother, father, God, please allow me to integrate these new frequencies. Allow me to be a vessel for the integrated feminine and masculine on the planet. Please show me the way and then open, be receptive, listen, right? Listen to the intuition, listen to what's coming in and, and do that. Or don't do that, right? Depending on whether it's a do or a be, uh, really. So we are being aware in our actions. We are being aware on an energetic and spiritual level. We are being aware on an intention level about, you know, I, I do want an integration of this you know, beautiful, sacred feminine frequency and this beautiful, sacred masculine frequency. And when you begin to really experience that, 
that is a lot of what holds the actual activation of these creation codes of these, you know, these divine creatrix codes where more is coming to you that is aligned with who you are, the truth of who you are, why your soul came to the planet and the right things are showing up, showing up on the path. You know, we talk about manifestation, but even in the old, the old way, <laughs> the old new age way of how we have talked about manifestation has really relied a lot on getting it right. You know, like, are you thinking the right thoughts? Are you doing the right things? It's like performance, performance, performance. Stop it. Stop it. It's aligning to the truth of who you are and bringing all of those soul fragments online, uh, you know, all of them. That's funny. We're a human, so we probably aren't going to get them all in one lifetime. But, you know, we're, we're bringing back the, the pieces that we abandoned of ourselves. And we're bringing back the, I didn't talk about this yet, the, the projections of the masculine, of the feminine. And this is some psychology stuff. Right. So we're we're looking at, oh, what do I want that person to do to prove to me that I can talk about this in another episode, but what do I want them to do in order to prove to me that I'm safe, that I can receive, that I can create all of those things? And then we're realizing it's not about the other person. Oh my gosh, how do I how do I integrate that in me? And we're, we're collecting those fragments, we are integrating, and then we are being blessed right now on the planet. I actually just got chills. We're being blessed right now on the planet with significant uh, creation codes. And so we become these spirited creators by aligning to the truth of who we are, by aligning to truth instead of trauma, by pulling these you know, pieces back, integrating, integrating. Notice, learn, integrate, notice, learn, integrate, right? And, and then you begin to really revel in the fact, you know, as women, we spend so long wanting to be safe. And on the trauma recovery path, like so long wanting to be safe. And when you do... I'll just say that when you do begin to feel more safe, which again is available now because it doesn't depend on another, it depends on you and your alignment. You can heal. You do not have to perform before God. You are worthy of your healing. You are worthy of your entire truth. You are worthy of your joy, of your ease, of your desires. You are not separate from God. And so if you are not separate from God, and, you know, and, and God is provider and God is, you know, provision. When I'm saying God, I'm saying the unified mother, father, Godhead. Okay. The unified mother, father, Godhead of which I am a part. So the feminine 
creation energies can run through me. The masculine, the seed of consciousness can be planted in me. The gestation happens in me. The creations happen through me. The birthing happens through me, right? So, so this, um, there, there's not a hustle to receive from outside of yourself because in the separation consciousness, you would be receiving only from outside of yourself. If I'm not worthy and I know I'm not worthy, then I have to go receive outside of myself, right? Somebody else is going to provide for me the validation, the things, the worth. Somehow that's the patriarchal belief. And now I'm saying, wait, if I wasn't ever separate, and you could say this too, if I wasn't ever separate, then the provision is not outside of myself either. The creations are not outside of myself either. So there's no need to hustle and perform. Rather, there is more being. There's more communication with the divine essence that you are. There's more sitting down in reverence and devotion in prayer and going into the quantum field and saying, I am a creator and I'm here with integrity and I am going to create from, from this space. I want to be in co-creation of my life with the divine. So that does not sound like performance, does it? That sounds like ease. (laughs) That sounds like joy. That sounds like miracles, right? How does that sound to you? So I'm really painting, I'm painting a big picture here, but I'm also painting a very possible picture here. Okay. So there is no more need to hustle and to not hustle to not align to the wounded masculine also does not mean that you have to be destitute or penniless or without the partner. Okay. You are continuing on your conscious path, reintegrating the feminine and the masculine, realizing, oh my gosh, all that ever existed was unity. There's no separation. There's only unity. And from here, I create. So, beloveds, I am going to conclude here for this episode. I am so grateful to you for listening. And I have a couple of really yummy episodes planned. And so uh, if you listen to episode 56, that was my last interview for season two. And I did, I thought that there was going to be a pause and it's perfect. It's what's going on on my soul path right now. My soul was like, Oh no, if you birth something, you birth it the whole way through. This is like one of the alchemy pieces that is happening with me and my relationship with the masculine and and this creation consciousness. And so what I then realized was, oh, the interviews are done. And I kind of had a little break from interviewing so much, but that there is 
in no way, <laughs> um, you know, going to, or, or there's not supposed to be a lag um, in this podcast because there is just so much right and ready information um, coming through on the planet. But also, uh, you know, to be honest, I often wanted to use the podcast differently, I guess I'll say that, um, you know, I, I always did interviews in this first year. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been amazing. Those conversations have so much alchemy in them. And also there were times where I was like, huh, I would like to put my, you know, opinions or teachings or thoughts out there on this topic or that topic. Um, but every week was interviews. And so I'm just changing, I'm listening to what wants to happen and listening to the sacred and to my soul. And what really wants to happen is that the conversations not stop. So I will be here with you and I will be bringing the whole way through, the whole way through into 2021 until the interviews start again. And then I will be doing a mix of interviews and these solo uh, podcast recordings um, in, in the new year, uh, because, oh my gosh, we didn't get, you know, nine months into coronavirus and this far through the pandemic to not birth things the whole way through. So wherever you are on your journey, if you are in an active awakening, if you are listening to this and you're like, fuck, I am performing. I am hustling before God. You know, wherever you are on that aha awakening path, I am just sending you so much love. Oh, I need to tell you about some things actually. So if this resonated and you want one-on-one coaching, I have about two spots remaining for December into January. And so get with me on that. You go to the website and the one-on-one offers are listed under work with me. And I am just really loving that one-on-one space again, um, to work with women through their, their awakenings and to really do some deep trauma resolution, um, and, you know, healing limiting beliefs and that kind of thing in those spaces, really looking at what the specific feminine and masculine wounding is and, um, reintegrating that. So there's one on, um, trauma and truth. And then there's a, um, second tier program on really igniting your unique sacred feminine frequency. You can also do structure and flow as a one-on-one coaching program right now. And all of that uh, to say too, that the next group offering for really owning your truth and standing in the truth of who you are is the sacred truth mastermind. And we are going to be working with clearing the trauma, standing in the truth and um, activating these uh, creation consciousness codes. Um, And that is going to begin in January. So you can go to sarahpoet.com go to work with me and go to the drop down to the mastermind page. 
get on the wait list because that is where I will be sending all updates for registration and the sales page and things like that. That will start the end of January. So get on that wait list now. I am really, really looking forward to what is transpiring right now and what is ahead. These are really beautiful times. And if it doesn't feel beautiful right now, I send my love to you. All right, beauties, I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.